1: Hey, Tony, this is Kayla Mercurio calling from Work, Rhode Island. I tried calling earlier this morning, but unfortunately I got cut off. Um, I just wanted to, to uh, tell you about a little story that I have. I have a couple of them, but um, I'll start with the oldest. Uh, it's back in 2012 when my husband and I um, got married. Uh, my grandma an absolute role model. Um, she was everything to me. Uh, she was at our wedding, and... It was, we were traveling from England because um, my husband was in the Air Force at the time, and we went back home for our wedding, and uh, my grandmother, who, like I said, has been my one of my best friends growing up, she uh, she was there with a whole bunch of her friends, family, all of my family, um, and it was almost as if she was, she was really sick, so it was almost as a, like she was saying goodbye to everybody that night. And uh, the day, two weeks after I had got back home, um, I had left Beth for England, and then two weeks later, when I was back in England, my mom had called me to let me know that my grandmother had passed, and that really put a, whole, a big toll on me, and I was pretty strong time over her death. And... It's more so of a dream than paranormal, but I do have paranormal experiences anyway. But aside from that, this is more like a dream, and I still remember it as if it happened last night. And it's the most vivid dream I've ever had in my life. Um, in the dream, she uh, she's very religious. I always had to go to church with her and my parents, and if I didn't go, it was a huge deal. Um, but it was, we were at church and it was just myself going to Mass. And I remember in the dream, I was wearing this blue dress. It was the dress that I wore um, at my wedding, after at the reception. And I remember walking up when it was time for communion. We had to take the Eucharist from the altar. And I was walking up, and as I was walking up, there was this woman, and it was just. It was, it was like the light, the, the brightness around this woman was so, so bright that I couldn't take my eyes off of. And I was walking up to get communion, and it was my grandmother. And uh, she, it, she was wearing what she wore to the wedding the last thing I saw her in, and she was flawless. Like, she had gone through dialysis. And she had cancer. She had a lot going on. And it was like that never even existed when I saw her up in front of the altar. I just about broke down in my dream. I, um, she was just telling me how how much she loved me and that she'll always be watching over me. It's her way of saying goodbye uh, because I never got the chance to go to her funeral or the wake or, or anything like that it was just too expensive to fly from England to to back to Rhode Island so I I just remember her being so beautiful and just telling me how much she loves me and that she's always watching me and I'm going to have a beautiful family someday and it, and it just it made me feel at ease knowing that we had closure, and so after I gave her a hug in my dream and a kiss goodbye, I I was going to head back to my seat, and I looked back, and it was her being lifted up into the air and gaining her angel wings, and I remember that was the last time I saw her. It was in my dream, and I woke up from that dream, like in the middle of the night and I just bawled my eyes out. I cried. It was just so, it was just such an emotional dream that it was so real in my mind that it honestly felt like it happened. So, and there's times where I, I know that she's around, um, after she passed, I saw butterflies and that was just like her way of telling me that she's still around. And, uh, that's how I think she reincarnated into a beautiful butterfly because she was just so amazing, and I still to this day, and uh, I, I get very torn up about it, and I miss her greatly. But that was the the first thing. Uh, I don't think you're, I don't know if you're gonna air this or anything, and I appreciate you even listening. But I do have another short story, really quick. Um, this was when my husband and I got stationed in Maryland, uh, Andrews Air Force Base. We were there for a year already, and uh, we were looking to buy a house. So, of course, we start started house house hunting. And, um, of course, the first house that we tell our realtor that we want to go look at, um, I don't even remember where it was at this time or the address or anything like that, but it was the very first house we had her show us. And I remember her taking us through the house, her assistant with her um, at the time, and um, we, were, we were walking around, and it was just a lot of, it was an elderly couple's home, um, and there's just a lot of old, tiny stuff there. There's a lot of photos, old-fashioned photos that weren't even colored. They were, like, almost yellowed at the point um, to where they could, if you touch. So, um, we were, (laughs) we were just going around the house, we were just going around the house and we went upstairs to the bedroom and go into the master bedroom and the the master bedroom was set back in the house and there was a door to get into the the main bathroom, of course a door from the outside hallway to get into the bathroom. So, I remember I walked in to the bedroom. I followed the realtor. My husband followed me, and then the assistant stood on the on the outside of the door frame and telling us about the room and how great it was. And I just, I literally just sunk. I felt like I was sinking into the floor. I felt there was a huge pressure on my shoulders. Um, I got very light headed, and I know I had just eaten literally 10 minutes before, so I know I wasn't hungry. Uh, I know I wasn't dehydrated, but I literally felt this just depressing feeling come over me. And I said to my, I said to out loud before we could go any further, I was like, we need to get out of this house. I feel like somebody died in here and I don't feel comfortable. So immediately the realtor just took us out of the house. And I never looked back. I wish to this day I could look up what the... What the address was and what the history was behind the house who lived there but i did not feel comfortable i i just felt like this was not the right place for me to be at and of course i don't want to live this, live there you know so it was just it was just one experience that i felt and I anything i'm more so feel things than visually seeing something i don't want that confirmation to see anything because i think that would freak
0: me out if you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories become an extra podcast person an epp sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories hey got a crazy family Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family. Available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now. Press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you so please. We, we'd we love to hear them. My Crazy Family. Search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts.